everybody welcome back to the folding towels podcast <laughs> yeah welcome welcome back yeah that song that we just introed in with the is called slipstream by the bright light social hour and uh Lip- it's just one bright light social hour okay slipstream 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 okay yeah it's a it's a track uh popped up on a spotify playlist and i was like oh this is nasty it's pretty smooth with the uh, that guitar riff, if you will. And like the, the unique drums there, it's pretty dope. Like listen, yeah. just like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Probably a, a bunch of white kids that listen to Jimi Hendrix and were like. They might be um, driving, they might be on the stuff right now, Elliot. <laughs> you talking about the acid in the headband? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say driving the train high on cocaine, but that's a uh, uh, the Grateful Dead. That's the Grateful uh, Dead. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But still, yeah. I mean, it's in it's in the ballparks in the neighborhood. You wouldn't be wrong if you asked. Okay, me. right. Similar. No, I mean, genre similar. No, I think that was Casey Jones. Casey the name Jones. Of that song? I think that's the name of that Casey Jones by uh, Dead. But you know, uh, anybody who knows that, that if we're right or wrong, you know, reach out to us uh, on oh, yeah. the uh, yeah. Please do let us know if we're right or wrong, you deadheads out there. All the deadheads that follow us religiously. Yeah, yeah, I got some. I got some family who are deadheads. I dig it. Sure, yeah. she can have it. I know um, a lot of kids in high school that were deadheads. They're from mostly from Portland, Oregon. Ah, a bunch of freaking hippies. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, well, let's get into it. You ready? Let's do it. Let's All do right, it. Here we go. All right, quarter one. Quarter one. We uh Elliot brought up this one today. You wanna you wanna tee us tee this one off reluctantly? Yeah. yeah, this one's kind of um just really about the uh the current state of California. Uh the uh I'm sure everyone got their ballots in the mail mm-hmm. recently about the about the recall. They're trying to recall uh Governor Gavin Newsom, who I like to call slick. Um he, he does look slimy, doesn't he? He does he's he's just one of those guys. Um uh trying to re- recall him you know because of the pandemic and how he handled all that and you know you know a bunch of other things mm-hmm. um and uh you know so i kind of wanted to bring it up because i if you notice there's like a lot of names <laughs> that could be replacements on the you talking about the back of it yeah the uh the big yeah. one was caitlin jenner for a minute there but everybody seemed to get over that uh her pretty quick um yeah. And then it was just so many other names, like literally so thirty-five. I want to say thirty at least. Like, how is that possible in a way? Like, there weren't that many in the actual running. Is all you had to do is get uh, signatures? Is that all you needed to be? I'm not even sure what the uh, uh, what the protocol is to be able to get on the ballot, but hmm. um, it's. I think it's odd that you know. I don't even think anybody that I mean. Anybody that, that ran against him during the 
during the uh, the time that is 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 on the ballot. I'm I sure there's got to be at least one or two. I can't. I don't even know. I don't even know about that because I think the idea is that uh, California goes for a Democrat uh, all the time yeah. since Arnold. I think. Uh, right, I don't even know. Him. He could have been even been a Democrat. I'm not sure. But no, um, I think he. I think he was definitely. I think he was a Republican, for sure. And then so. Uh, yeah, so Gavin Newsom's going to, you know, he's he's now, they did what they needed to do. Um, Right-wing people needed to do what they got to do to get this recall going. It's, Two million signatures they got to, to be able to okay. have this this thing, the, the recall situation and it's, happen. It's, you know, how people on the right typically are like, you know, financially, fiscal, you know, let's take care of our money, blah, blah, blah. It's costing the taxpayers $276 million to do this recall, by the way. So that's our children in school getting bare bones, you know, that's DMV lines, you know, uh, I can't get a passport appointment for two months here in Sacramento. Yeah. But yet we can, we can peel off almost $300 million to, um, to do a recall because there's a bunch of kooks out there, Elliot. Elliot. And I read, I read some of the stuff like, you know, they're mad because of, you know, the public school system is failing, which uh when hasn't it been failing you know and <laughs> right oh our, our, our bridges our bridges and roads oh yeah those the road, were in tip-top shape about right eight years right ago. but <laughs> i do know one thing i do know in sacramento i do know that pocket road is really nice and smooth but then as soon as it turns into mac road which turns into uh what a lot of these people who are uh, behind the recall would call the ghetto mm-hmm. um there's potholes and so now you're you're mad about that you're mad yeah. about those potholes? Or, yeah. I mean, no, let's never be real about it. Um, and you're mad about what schools exactly? Because, uh, you know, schools where your children are going, I'm sure, are A-OK, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so yeah. And so the idea is now is there has been one candidate that uh, out of all that 40 or whoever that has kind of risen to the top and to be the, the head challenger. Um, and it's Larry Elder. Larry Elder. Black um, conservative, yeah. Black conservative, and he's a talk radio guy, yeah? Talk radio guy. And we've talked about him before. I don't know if we've talked about him on the podcast before. We've talked about him before. He's got this um, documentary movie. uh, I forget what what it's called. But, you know, honestly, I think it might be something that we should watch and try to get an understanding about where he's coming from because apparently he you know grew up in you know in south central south central la so he says yes and uh went to you know i'm going to law school and all that so i mean uh growing up there he's he's an older man so i'm sure he's uh seen and heard and knows a lot about what what you know things are going on in like the 60s and 70s and in la with police and Mm -hmm. and everything and uh but now, literally, if you heard him talk and you heard what he's all about, um, to, it, to me, it, it sounds like tr- it's Trump again. Oh, yeah, it, it's exactly like um, there was never any, you know, there's there's no uh, uh, there's no uh, inequities or every, you know, everyone's equal. You, you should be able to, yeah, you know, do the whole thing. And like, I just got to think from the the national the uh, California Association of Realtors about like. The majority, you know, homeowners, home ownership percentage in the state and nationally overall. And it's like, 
you know, how can you say that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. how can you say that? Yeah. Um, and and um, I think he definitely has benefited and been able to get this prominent because of Trump, like just a couple of things. And I know this is, this does not make or break a person wholly, but like, you know, he says women know less than men about politics and exaggerate the problem of sexism. Um, he said different things like um, uh, he insulted obese women. And he said, when you look at all these women that have marched and the uh, 2 million women, Donald Trump has more gotten probably gotten more obese women off the couch and in the streets working out than Michelle Obama did in eight years. I mean, these are the uh, elder mocked women said they know less than men about political issues, economic and current events, um, exaggerate the problem of sexism. I mean, this is, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, a directed wife to have dinner ready, clear away the clutter, touch up your makeup and never complain. I mean, this is, this yeah. is, and, what, and, like what? and this is stuff that I'm sure other people also you know share and and talk about but um but not you know not me <laughs> no, it's definitely not the uh, people that are progressive and think no that human beings are equal right i mean yeah. that that doesn't sound like to me he, he seems like he's everything that these white people want him to be yeah therefore therefore he thinks he's doing good because well i've got the platform how can you you know like like we talked about it there's no racism. Look at me. Yeah. And it's like, well, look at you. That's kind of <laughs> what, I, what I was, I was going to say. This is, you know, uh, I'll, this, this podcast that we started, it, it was to talk about a lot of stuff and, and me being a white man to talk about uh, race relations and um, things like that. It's kind of tricky. And so I don't want to overstep, but I also want to try to be honest about it. And I'm open to thoughts and things like that. To me, it sounds like, he is all these racist white folk around uh, who live in all these, you know, pockets all over California, all over California, us, all yeah. among us. You uh, could go to different different parts of California and not know that you're actually in yeah. California. You might think that you're in parts of Texas, Louisiana, <laughs> the whole thing. Like you, it, it, you really can. And I think so many of these uh, these people don't have um, a mixed friend base, and then so they look at Larry Elder. And he espouses the same feelings as they do on a lot of different things. And in their mind, he is their black friend that they can now say, well, all black people aren't bad. Like, look at Larry Elder. Like he's, you know, he's, <clears throat> he's brought himself up from his bootstraps. He's done this and that. Look, he was born in South Central with the gangs and yeah. now he's done it. So why can't everybody else? Right. And so I think that's somewhat I dare, I don't want to sound ignorant and say like dangerous, but I, I feel like he's going to like rise in prominence, do your thing. But I don't think that, that he's helping no, at all he's not, he's with not, all these white, white, and, these certain and, white people. In fact, he's, he's driving that divide worse, like driving it more and more, just like, just like a Kenneth Owens type figure. You're, you're driving that stake and, and doing it like this because any white person who doesn't believe that, uh, you know, that, that doesn't believe that, well, you know, yeah, okay, you know, your grandparents couldn't get a job. They were redlined. They couldn't mm -hmm. buy a home here. The property is much worse, is, is, is worth that much less. You know, like people that truly believe and honestly believe that that doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, well, say, yeah, well, whatever, Larry Elder, you know, yeah, so you, you can't have bring that argument. 
yeah. when, you know, Larry Elder is of like, you know, the 4%, the very small percentage of black people that actually believe that type of rhetoric, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, you could take a poll on the street of any, like, <laughs> you know, you take a poll on the street of, of people and ask them, do you think the fact that, you know, um, you know, your grandparents didn't, you know, their house is worth half as much as so-and-so's house. This person's house, you know, they, they you know, their home is worth, you know, $900,000 now. Yeah. Yours was worth $400,000. Um, you know, uh, yeah. you know someone, someone, someone got a job at this, you know, at the company and they're able to make decisions now for their, you know, you know, their son or, or daughter to be able to get into this opportunity. Yeah. You know, you were a mechanic, you know, your, your grandfather was, was a mechanic and, you know, how does that affect the overall outcome? Right. Yeah. You just look at the percentages, you know, it doesn't, it, 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 you know, numbers don't lie as they no. always say. Right. And I think that, um, I think that certain people will use him, um, use him and not saying and use him as a prop to say like, well, he did it. Look at him. Right. And then right. I can't say, well, no, that's, or he's lying or this, that he, he has done it. He has done, done it. it. He was a also, the whole thing. Yeah. It's also just his opinion. And, right. and he, he benefits like all of a sudden if he started, you know, changing his thoughts on certain things, I mean, is he, is he, would he still be invited to Fox news and to say these things or, or you just keep, you know, doing the dance in a way and just keep saying, I mean, if I, if I were of prominence like that, and I was able to just like keep getting these people all foamed at the mouth. I mean, yeah. I would do it too. I probably, I'm, I mean, I don't know. Hey, it'd be like, like you said, I, 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 we needed that social experiment of someone like this to, you know, get there to get to the point, right? Maybe, Hey, though, maybe, maybe it, uh, you know, he gets voted in, right. They, they do the recall, he gets voted in. And day one at the press conference or at the at the at the at his big speech, he says, "All right, God damn it, we're here now. We're cracking down on all this, you know, inequity stuff." Yeah. And see what kind of, you know, uh, yeah. storming the the state building on L Street looks like. You know, we're all mean? my friends. Yeah, I thought <laughs> you guys had my back. Well, you got, you know, I'm here now. We got, we got here. Like, well, you didn't say all that stuff in the at first, you know. So I, it's. Like I wanted to get them votes. Yeah, you know, and I, I you know, yeah. anyone has to honestly believe that if he ran on that type of platform, which they hate Gavin Newsom. Yeah. You know, um, if he, and if a black man ran on a platform like that, you know, where would his where would his popularity be? Yeah. Because there isn't a politician. I mean, the dude in South South Carolina. The, the black uh, senator in South Carolina? Uh, is it Tim, Tim, Tim Ryan? I'm not sure of his name exactly. You set us up for some, some I did. pretty big ignorant there. <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing. You're in, you're in. Tim Scott? Tim Scott, yeah. You're in okay, the deep south. You're lying to yourself. You're lying to your, to your dad. You're lying to your grandparents. You're lying to your children. Is it, is, you know, is it because, hey, well, you know, I, I'm, I, I make easy six figures and, you know, they're all nice to me, to my face. Yeah. And, and then I, I think the other, you know, and 
I don't want to discount his story and what, what he's gone through um, and Larry Elder as well, because they're entitled to their opinion, but, and, and experiences like I'm, I'm not going to take any of that away. Um, yeah. And, you know, anybody can be power hungry, money grubbing, love the limelight. I mean, look at all the, all TV, all everything, right? Like yeah. that, like, he, yeah. they, like black people can, are, don't have to be, don't have to rise above that. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit back here right. and say, you know, but it just seems like to me, it's dangerous because he's now, you know, going to be used as like a prop for a bunch of, for all these, because all these people demanded his recall. They're not a bunch of black people. No, they no, all look I'd, the same. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, bet. I mean, we, we, I'd show the numbers of who is behind the recall, right. Of like the percentage of, what race is, is really behind it, you know, yeah. and, I, and, and that's, let's look at that and, and go, hmm, you know, <laughs> like, it, hmm. Oh, so it, is he better or worse thing. than uh, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger then for, you know, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the, uh, the, uh, the governor. I like, I like, I you, like get a, governor. you get to demand yeah. the governor back. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Right. Oh, right on time. Read the buzzer. Um, all right. So we, uh, two things real quick uh, as we're stay on like social issues and i want to prop up a couple of uh black owned companies if, if, that, if yeah. that's okay or maybe yeah. w- one black owned company and one uh company that's being a pretty good ally and so yeah. uh found um a post from uh instagram called push black is a follow that i do and they put out some black owned companies that they want to feature and i found and i got suckered in in a good way i'll say in a good yeah. way but i did get suckered in like we got well you know it's I mean, an instagram it, 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 it's, it's quite a deal. I'm not going to lie, right? It's, it's a pretty good deal. So this is a watch company called 17th uh, Watch Company. And it's a it's an Army veteran. I do believe he, Chris Johnson, seven-year veteran in the United States Army. And he got out and he decided to make a watch company. He's, uh, he's, he's black and he's a veteran. And he made these dope watches. And I was thinking about getting them. And then across my uh, email came a BOGO type situation. So I said, well... I'm going to pick me up a watch. And then Elliot, would you like a watch as well? So I got them today. Um, nice. And they look Bogo. good. Bogo. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, they're, they're, they're good looking watches. I think so too. I think so too. So 17th watches. I can, I can vouch for it. It looks good. And it's reasonably priced. It's not, it's not something else, but it's supporting black owned business and getting, making me look all foin. you know? Yeah. You know, like point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that. And then I also, um, just dusted off the back half of this Colin Kaepernick's Change the World, W-H-I-R-L-E-D, non-dairy frozen dessert from Ben & Jerry's. Non-dairy frozen dessert. So, non-dairy. Okay, it's a sunflower milk. How about that? Ew, wow. Tasted good. It was caramel with fudge chips, graham cracker swirls, and chocolate cookie swirls. Damn, and, um, that sounds delicious. It was pretty good. And then, so he has a... Um, a organization called the know your rights camp uh, where he invites kids um, and does camps and teaches them their rights. So they know their rights when they're, you know, maybe approached by the police or just knowing your rights, like a citizen. Yeah. It says, um, Colin Kaepernick, it's made by Ben and Jerry's. Um, Colin Kaepernick is serving up sweet justice with the non-dairiest compilation of cookies and caramel. This flavor honors Colin's activism in pursuit of racial justice and his portion of the proceeds from Change the World go to Know Your Rights Camp. Learn more at knowyourrightscamp.com. So, um, nice. yeah, good nice. cause. Tasty as yeah. hell. Hey, 
Ben and Jerry's has been a very uh, staunch supporter of, of all of this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I mean, I feel like that's that's really tell you something too. Like the majority of of uh, you know businesses and companies that that are like, yeah, we see it, we know it, we can tell that aren't black should tell people like Larry Elder and things like that, like you know what what's really going on here. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think it's like, that's, that to me, that's ally work, what mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's is doing. And so, um, yeah, and it was good. Mm-hmm. And it, it always helps when the watch is uh, really good looking and that the, uh, the ice cream is tasty as it gets. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll hit this buzzer one more, one more time. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. We get it. We get it. Subs are in let's play. All right. Um, so let's do this. I got another really good, uh, really good jam. We'll go from, um, from uh, quarter one to quarter two with some Hiss Golden Messenger. Okay. Hiss? Hiss Golden Messenger. Okay, enjoy. We'll see you in a second. Yes, in the dark of the day. So that's his golden message with love <laughs> like a mirror loves a hammer. Ooh, so intriguing. Ooh. Right. I'm going to venture to say that uh, mirrors aren't super friendly towards hammers. As... No, no, no. Or, or vice versa, right? You, the one Especially sees the other. Vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's bad news. Uh, all right. So for the second one, kind of a, a weird topic to touch on because it kind of happened so long ago. Um, yeah, it was uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, so Draymond Green and Elliot, what shirt am I wearing as we're talking? You're wearing the Draymond Green and the tee. I'm I'm wearing a Draymond the Green tee. Character, character, yeah, caricature picture of Draymond caricature. Green. Yeah. It says Dre on it. It's uh, I, I wear it twice weekly. Um, <laughs> but a uh, but so three years ago when KD was still on the the Warriors, I rewatched the clip. And it was oh. the end. It was the end of a quarter. I don't even think it was like it wasn't the end of a game, but it was the end of a quarter. And Dre kind of not snatched a rebound away from Dre from uh, KD and kind of pushed the ball down the court with about four seconds left. Yeah, and missed the Durant, shot. Like yeah. he didn't even get a shot off. He like fumbled it. It was, it like, was bad. He like he took the rebound and just took mm-hmm. off. And like it was clear that you know Kevin Durant was like, "Give me the ball," because clapping for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then after Draymond fumbled away, he was kind of pissed off, came back to the bench, you know, saying that, you know, clapping hard, this or that. And then uh, do you remember what happened next? That was the, I mean, the beginning of the end. Well, so no. So what happened, ne- <laughs> what happened next after that? Draymond came back to the bench and, and KD's like still clapping this and that. And then Draymond, I think, sits at the bench and then starts calling Kevin Durant a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like the big fight. It, yeah, three, four, fight. five times. Andre Iguodala like kind of steps up and gets in the way. Sean Livingston yeah. tries to do this thing. Steve Kerr has his look on his eyes, like, oh my like, God. And then Steve Kerr goes yeah. to Kevin in a way is like, what happened? And you know, yeah. and then Andre Iguodala's in Kevin Durant's face, like, you know, trying to talk him, you know, down or whatever. And then so, like you said, kind of the, the beginning of the end after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I, I mean, uh, did they go, I mean, they went to the finals that year, no? Uh, I can't even remember. Yeah, they went I to the finals that, every year, every year that he was there. Yes, but and they won two of them. They won two of them, but did he, um, was it the year that he, that he got hurt and then tried to come back and they That's, lost and then he was gone? I can't even remember. I don't even think that matters. I don't even think You're it right. matters. You're right. The matters is like this kind of blow up. Yeah. Middle of the game. This is before COVID. Uh, the, the house was packed. Oh, yeah. Jam packed. And I mean, it was like, this is, this is the kind of thing that almost like, how do you recover from? Because, right, if you're going to do that, scream, like get that mad at somebody in front of uh, the nationally televised audience, let alone everybody, the fans that are there, the team, that's every, everybody. You know, that's like, hey, man, um, we're done here. And think about this. You're not yelling just at anybody. You're yelling at arguably the best player you're in, yelling the, at, in the world. At, hey, yeah, you're yelling at the dude, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you know, and granted, yeah, you guys, the great team before. Uh-huh. You know, if you were uh, A before, you're, you know, A1 now, right? Yeah. Um, and Draymond so, Green, he, he still – Part of the A team, he's yeah. just you know he's space. He's not the colonel, right? Okay, all right. Well, someone's feel that way. I'm wearing the it's like a Draymond shirt, but yeah, we'll talk about that. So, uh, so what happened is there was some fallout, and then people sometimes some a lot of people blamed Draymond Green like that pinpoint that moment for being like, okay, now Katie wants out after that. So, uh, Draymond has a new show called Chips. <laughs> and it's all about inviting people who have a chip on their shoulder. And so he finally sat down with KD and uh, and asked him his question. So I'm gonna run that audio if that's okay with you. Yeah, right. All right, so, right. All right here we go. Here we go. My own personal um, sanity, because I've been getting my ass kicked ever since you left. So just for my own personal sanity, how much did our argument? against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors? It wasn't the argument. It was the, the way that everybody, Steve Kerr, act like it didn't happen. Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that shit all out. I remember watching The Last Dance and when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team in the locker room said, Scotty, that was fucked up that you did that. We needed that. We just needed to throw all of that shit out on the table and say, yo, Dre, okay, like that was fucked up that we even had to go through that. Let's just wipe our hands with that and go, go finish the task. I don't think we did that and we tried to dance around it. I just didn't like how all of that, just the vibe between all of that, it just made shit weird to me. And I'd rather us be who we say we are, family first, Communication is key. Like, I, we didn't show that, and I, that's what rubbed me the wrong way more than anything. When we landed back from L.A., I sat in a... Hazel was sitting in the car for an hour and 45 minutes. They pulled me in that room at Signature for an hour and 45 minutes, and they tried to tell me, you need to apologize. And I told them, I'll talk to Kay, but y'all aren't going to tell me what I need to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they went on for an hour and 45 minutes talking, saying a bunch of bullshit. And ultimately, they realized, all right, we're not getting through to him. We're going to try again in the morning. And so we met the next morning, and they said, all right, 
you slept on it, you're ready to apologize. And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to fuck this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do and y'all are going to fuck this up. And in my opinion, they fucked it up. I think so too. And they told me right then and there like, we're gonna suspend you for this game. I laughed in their face, literally laughed in their face. And Bob said to me, he said, um, wow, that was not the reaction I was looking for or expecting. And I said, well, either I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you the fuck out. So you pick, I'm going to choose laugh. So I, I think what you're doing is funny. And so I'm going to laugh. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. You go first, Ellie. It's, it's, your, it's your squad. It's your okay. So I remember all this happening, and I thought it was, you know, I've, I have, I've played basketball. I haven't ever played like at a competitive level where we're, you know, a game is on the line or some playoffs or anything, anything like that. But I've played heated basketball with friends and people I don't like before. And I have said, <laughs> I talk shit on the basketball court. I talk mess. I get mess talked to me because I do that and um, get mad at people when people pull stupid stuff, so forth and so on. So I can, when they were arguing about this stuff, it's clear that this is, this is a sports thing. This is a sports thing. And it's too, it's something that happens. And I think at the time, no one would have been able to say like, oh yeah, Draymond, you were right. Like everybody was in the same camp. It even sounds like him that he knows that he fucked up, uh, but you can't tell him how to do this. So my thought was, is this is something that you let the team work on. Because there's no way, I mean, you have Sean Livingston, Clay, Clay Thompson was sitting between them when it happened. Sean Livingston, Andre Godala, you have you have people like this who have been through all this stuff together, who aren't just gonna sit by and pretend nothing happened. You have a right. team meeting and you have you you hash this out, you have players everybody only, sit down. Right. As Bruno Mars said, yeah, players only. Players um, only. <laughs> but you, you know. You, you just let them kind of solve it. You don't, you don't, you don't have the daddy and the, the daddy and the daddy step in and be like, well, we're going to scold you. It's like, no, these are grown folk. These are yeah. grown men. Like yeah. stuff got said. And I guarantee you if, if they had a meeting players only meeting, it would have all been settled in about 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mean, my I, feeling. My feeling. I mean, I totally heard you saying that, but I, part of me for me, right. They, they go, you know, Draymond said it. He said, you know, the only people that, that can make this right is, you know, me and Kevin, right? Me, me and Durant are the ones that, that can really make this right. Um, regardless of what, you know, you need to go apologize and all that stuff. It seems like they still never went through and had that conversation. Until didn't, now. Didn't, didn't the point get missed because he, it came out that he's, he's suspended for a game and now he looks like he's, you know, like mommy and daddy have grounded the one child and now the other child, uh, it's okay. You know, we, we took care of it, Kevin. Don't worry, we took care of the, the bad one, okay? I mean, you know, and I, 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 I get that. Like, I get that, like, hey, we, we're gonna, you know, we're, we'll step in and find you, you, you know, you didn't, you know, I, I can see like, hey, you need you guys need to go talk as opposed to, you need to go say sorry, you know, right? I, I get that. But you're suspended for one game, you're still in the same locker room. How come they still can't talk? How come no, they no. still can't after the fact, right? Like, you know, eight, 10 games later, 
How come they can't talk it out? Some, let me ask you something. So you, you, you and Mike, let's say you and Michael, uh, Elliot's older brother. Yeah. You get, you get in a fight on the basketball court, you know, yelling, you know, you call, you call Michael a bitch three, uh-huh. four, five, six, seven times. And then you go to your mom and she, and before you two have a chance to talk about it, she's like, okay, Elliot, you know, you're grounded for a week. Okay. After that, are you and Michael going to go talk about being like, Hey, I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. And now we're best friends. Or is it like, man, fuck this mom grounded me. I hate you even more now. <laughs> well, see, and, and like, like, right. Cause it still doesn't fix it. Right. No, no if, the, if anything, it, it, it makes him even more mad. Like, like how it, now Draymond missed a, a game check. He, he missed all this he stuff. Missed he, game and, and I get it. But at the same time, that uh, the air hasn't been cleared between the between the two. They suspend him for a game, and they you know whatever, okay, and they try to move on, right? That should still happen. They still haven't talked about it. But they have. And, they obviously have. I mean, they just played USA Hoops together. They played well, all those other games together. But but they but they hadn't I guess at the time right I guess I don't know yeah and and that, that's for me that's my thing I mean I I totally I totally get it right like I don't but I I I I don't I don't believe or think that they should be able to say Bob Myers and Steve Kerr messed that up yeah that's that's pretty that's a cop out that's a cop out you two still can talk yeah. Draymond got suspended for the game, okay, but you still had the spat. You still had the big blow-up spat, and you're and you're having the spat on TV, you know, in front game, of everybody, in front blah, of everybody. Blah, blah, blah. the the whole thing. Like you're telling me that because they Dr- Draymond they they told you to apologize and you're like no, only the people that, that can fix it are me and Kevin, okay. Well, we're gonna suspend you for a game because you were way out of line. We, uh-huh. from what we saw, you were out of line. Yeah, you're suspended for a game. Okay, I'm gonna laugh at your face. Blah blah. At the same time, I'm never gonna to talk to Kevin now. I, but I'm I don't never, think I don't think I, I I I guarantee you they talked about that, Elliot. You I, can't I would, say that they never did. Oh my God, no way. I'm saying I mean I would assume that they did, right? Yeah. yeah. I would I would I would assume because that that shouldn't stop that. But they can't be like, oh, you know, they can't. They, I, they, it's not, it's not Steve Kerr or Bob Myers' fault, or that they're the ones that that, that you know that 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 effed okay. it all up. Okay. Okay. I, 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 you're 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 right. Up. You're right in that way that it is not their fault. It does seem a little strange that they just pointed their fingers. And at I, them, so. I would bet money though that uh, <laughs> if the Warriors and the Nets meet in the finals of this coming season, it's there's on. There's gonna be some barking back and forth. Yeah. Like, there should be. There should be. You know, and like some serious barking back yeah. and forth. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So for halftime, I got a good one. Um, indie, all indie takeover. Uh, this is a group called Bahamas, uh, which I love. And he, during the cold quarantine, did something where he remotely played with a bunch of bands and artists uh, and put it all today. And they called it live to tape. And so this one, it's Bahamas and Lucius whoa, whoa, playing. Real quick. Yeah, remote remotely meaning like he played wherever he was, and then they played wherever they were, and they they put it together. Yeah, they like put it together, but they played live that way, and so somehow they were able to. Oh. Yeah, so I wish um I'll, I'll get I'll try to try to get you around here on the screen to see it, but it's uh, kind of tough. But um yeah, so this is Bahamas with Lucius 
uh, with Lost in the Light and Lost in the Light being like the, probably their biggest hit. So uh, here's Halftime Show. It is sort of live like a halftime show would be, but I hope you enjoy it. Groove or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Lost in the Light. Kiss in my tights. Take one. Lucius live to tape, yes, sir. So, what are they like on Zoom or something like that, or what? So, I think it's something to that equivalent. Hang on, I'm gonna let this ride for a second. That's Lucius on the vocals right there. Um, yeah, so I think three of the guitar players are in one place in one town. Bahamas there is there in Canada. Lucius, I think, is in another place. And then that might be it, but they're all playing, all hooked up through apparatus or whatever. And I don't even know if they can see each other. I think it's just an audio only thing. And I think there's somebody engineering it all, but like they all have, see, they all have headphones on. So yeah. I think that they can hear what the others are doing. They've talked about it ahead of time. So it's pretty freaking impressive, wow. though. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so like the uh, like, I mean, uh, not like I guess the postal service in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The postal service was revolutionary. Being uh, Ben Gibbard and the guy from Dental putting together that uh, that record was really dope, and they would send pieces to each other. I think in the um, in uh, the mail. In yeah the yeah 
What's you, interesting? Using DeJoy's uh, USPS. The, the uh, yeah. USPS who's making made a comeback, uh, <laughs> taking back the power from yeah, yeah, yeah. FedEx and friends. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. So we, we now have... Um, Oh, interesting tip now. We talked about the Postal Service. We, do we have another minute? We have another minute because this is our show. Yeah. Nobody can tell us what to do. Um, yeah. Talk to our post office, which our post worker, his name's Shane. Um, uh-huh. Nice guy, interesting guy. And he, um, he actually said right now he's done like six or seven days a week for about three weeks straight. They're so behind. And the West Sacramento USPS alone is doing like a hiring of 300 people right now. And then also, um, is it because of the ballots or what? I don't even know. I don't even know. I think they're just so behind for whatever reason. Uh, and then also, if you want to get it, if you get a job with the postal service, six weeks, you become a regular, he said, and a regular is when you get full benefits. And like, he said, it took him four years to get that. So, wow. It sounds like, uh, and then even he said the people who, Postal workers who have been displaced uh, through fire evacuations, they're sending postal workers from here up to there to do those routes because those people don't have uh, places to live. And so so it's just like, uh, if you are looking to uh, get a job right now in the Sacramento area, uh, and I'm sure it's, they're not alone, but um, USPS might be a, might be a job for you. So. Dang. Yeah. I mean, just like um, Craig's dad in Friday. (laughs) <laughs> is that leading us to our next uh That's topic oh Very, yeah <laughs> i mean i didn't pick it but yeah here we go it's quarter three let's do it um all right so this week's lightning round ellie go ahead and take this one away so this week's lightning round we're gonna uh we're gonna rate some movies classic movies some of maybe some of our favorite movies movies that we know uh you know you've all seen all of our wonderful listeners out there mm-hmm. or at least know of them um or i can some pick some obscure films that uh you know so yeah so this is this is you know we our ratings are our ratings are what uh two thumbs up classic yep. right two thumbs up uh i'll watch it if it's on um we've, we'll all, been we've all been there we've all been there watch it yeah. if it's on yeah it's yeah. on usa right it's on tnt or whatever <laughs> US, um, yeah, like TBS, like uh, TBS, the, TNT. the edited, the edited versions of these movies. When I, yes. Yeah, the, when I, the like the voiceovers when they said uh-huh. the, the the bad Mel- word. It's... Melon farming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the third one, Ellie? Um, bored, bored to death. Bored to death. That's right. That's Nothing right. Nothing else then, to do but watch this movie. Yes. And then two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Quite the opposite of two thumbs up. So let's go yeah. ahead and uh, start this off. Um, I got my first one for you. You ready? Or you got Here. one for me? No, go for it. Go, go, go. Uh, the Fast and the Furious uh, <laughs> Nineology, or whatever this could be. Oh, man. Uh, okay, let me just start this off by saying I haven't seen any of them from beginning to end. So I'm going to go two thumbs down. I have zero interest in seeing the Fast and the Furious movies. Zero. Elliot, I knew there was a reason why this podcast is so much fun to do with you. I, too, could not give a shit about these movies like dumb i don't know yeah. okay. i don't know not for me moving on um, go ahead all right um i'm gonna go with, like more classic for you elliot star wars the star wars movies so i think i'll have to put bored to death with star wars okay 
I, I, uh, I remember at a young age enjoying it to a point, but not really. And then I, even as a grown person, I went back to the, the, the first or second one, which I guess is the fourth or fifth one. Um, uh-huh. And I was just, I think I fell asleep and it was just like, it's not for me. It's not for me, okay, uh, okay. bored to death. I, I, I'm gonna go with bored to death as well. Like I, I, I've never, I haven't seen any of them from the, like beginning to end. Um, I don't see myself trying to, Yeah. but if it was one of those scenarios where I had absolutely nothing else going on, which never happens these days, <laughs> never. Uh, I might, I might watch it. Or someone that I knew was like, oh, we gotta watch, you know, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. okay. Uh, the next one that I wanted to go with is not a, a movie per se, but the Marvel Universe movies. Okay. Um, I'll watch them if they're on. Okay. A couple of them are, are, are a couple of them I would give the two thumbs up, like the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, two thumbs up. Okay. Black Panther, two okay. thumbs up. Okay. Um, in fact, movie night was last night. We watched um, uh, Infinity War because mm. the, el- the eldest daughter is a Marvel head. Really? Ah. Deep, deep in it. Like, like read, reading graphic novels, comic books type thing? No, no, just like has, we have Disney Plus and like watch them in order. Wow. It's now it's watching the shows, watch, you know, watch, watch the Falcon and the Winter Shoulder, watch Loki, watching the cartoons. She's all, she's okay. all in. Okay, good. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Um, so. yeah, okay, good. Good answer. Yeah. All right, are you ready for mine, or did or did you want to give a rating for uh, the Marvel Universe? Uh, bored to death. Not don't really care about any of those movies. Go ahead, next one. <laughs> okay. All right, next one. Uh, mine. Okay, this one is more uh, because they're all the same movie. Okay. Overall, um, and it's one actor that's the main okay, anchor. What is what is this gonna? Be? Yeah, I think y'all, you, you probably know. It's Steven Seagal. The Steven Seagal movies. Okay, this fucking dude. <laughs> did a movie called Under Siege. Oh. And he, okay, a, a topless girl did pop out of a cake, which was super tight. Never forget that. When I was 10 or 11, not sure what, but, oh. but this dude, Steven Seagal, ripped a guy's throat, uh, ripped a guy's Adam a, Adam's apple out of his throat. Uh, two thumbs up for Under Siege. Okay, you ready for this? Hit the rest of his catalog, two thumbs down. He's garbage. <laughs> I'm with you, Elliot. Overall, overall, garbage. I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them. You've seen all of these movies that you have All the ones from like from like the the nineties and eighties. I've seen those ones. I haven't seen like I didn't see the latest one with like the newest one with like DMX and all that stuff. But I saw, and he's got one of the. I'm sorry, Elliot. He's got one of the best movie lines there ever was in the movie. (laughs) Deliver it. What is it? Okay, I'll set it up. I'll set it for you real quick. (laughs) He busts into into the hotel room, right? He busts into the hotel room and. There's two guys in there, two bad guys, obviously, right? Two bad guys. And one guy like is up against the wall and there's a gun on the nightstand over here. So he's like, oh, you know. Yeah. And so he's inching towards the gun. Like he's reaching and inching slowly towards the gun, right? Uh-huh. And the other guy, the other guy, as soon as he busts in, sees him, he goes, and he runs and jumps out the window. <laughs> and he, he jumps to his death out the window. <laughs> and the other guy's like inching towards the gun and, he, and the Steve Skull just shoots him in the head. And I, uh, Steven Seagal gets back down to his partner who's in the car, right? And he goes to the end of the guy, the guy goes, what happened, what happened? And he says, uh, one thought he was invisible, and the other thought he could fly. <laughs> 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 Elliot, 
It's like so fucking funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. And it was in the movie Marked for Death, which was one of the best. It, it was, yeah. I thought he was invisible. Hilarious. Hilarious line, especially when you see like what happened in, in like the scene. It's just, it's too much. That's I can see amazing. it right now. Like, I love so it. I was watching the movie and I was like, you know, nine, ten. And I've seen it too many times. So good. Oh man, Mark for death. That's hilarious. All right, okay. Um, I'm gonna give you three quick ones real quick. Okay, ready? Okay, okay, okay. Die Hard One. Haven't seen it in its entirety, but I'll watch it if it's on. Okay, Die Hard Two. Haven't seen it in its entirety, but I'll watch it if it's on. Die Hard Three. Was that, that the one with the vengeance? Sam that's Jackson. one with Sam Jackson, yes. I'll watch it if it's on. I have seen that one. I'll watch it if it's on. Okay. All right. That's it. That's all I need to know. Yeah, that, okay. Perfect. I've, all right. I got a couple I got a couple quick ones for you. These are, okay. you know, uh, Friday. Um, The first uh, one. Now, I can't pretend I'm so well-versed in it. I know I've seen it all. Uh, I think you just have to say two thumbs up. You have to. Because of Pops, right? A. And, and then... Chris then, Tucker, I mean, doesn't get much better than for Smokey. Damn, you know, thanks yeah. for the bike. You yeah. know, different things like that. You know, I mean, it's, it's as classic as it gets. Two thumbs up, easy. How about in a theater with my mom? Great, <laughs> great movie. Um, and Friday, uh, next Friday is really good too. And Friday after next, it, it starts to get like, okay. Yeah. But they're still good. They're all yeah. still good. Okay, good. And, and then, then don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Okay seen it once long time ago way before i had any idea about anything uh, -huh. uh so i need to uh i need to watch it if it's on i need i need to okay. i need to purposely put it on though so i could watch it let's say it okay yeah because I, I i imagine it's not on tv these days it might not be but those guys the the waynes brothers are it, that one Elliot. yeah talk about yeah this is like yeah. slapstick and stupid stupid funny yeah we need more stupid much. funny I, I watched that one um okay tarantino Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is this is this is a this is a mixed answer. I'm assuming right, me, it's a mixed answer. For me, it's two thumbs up. Like Pulp Fiction's one of my one of my favorite movies. Jackie Brown's one of my favorite movies. Four Rooms is really good. Um, I still have that. Uh, 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 what was it? The Hateful Eight that we saw at the. Um, I <laughs> we saw, saw like a little, seventy little millimeter. Book. Seventy little, millimeter. We got yeah. the book. Yeah. I think he's got. Um, the dialogue, Reservoir Dogs is really good. He's got really good dialogue. The way that his movies are, the, just the way, I don't know. I like I like Style. His style, style. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, yep. So two, two thumbs up on that. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. It's two thumbs up. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I that is another one that I need to rewatch again. Um, but I remember him yeah he was the best now was it beverly hills cop 2 when he's dangling from a um a uh, a theme park ride that's beverly hills cop 3. okay so i remember that when that, that one thing, really scaring me yeah. uh but the first one is when he goes to the car the chop shop right and gets in a, a shootout a car the, a, the car with like a stolen car um no i think that i, have to, I think that's the second one yeah so, that's the second one I, I, hey, the first, the first one, the first, Beverly Hills Cop one, the first one, is my all-time favorite movie. 
all-time favorite movie. Watched it, watched it the other night. Like I couldn't sleep, so I was like, I, I couldn't. I, what, I don't know what happened. I just couldn't sleep. I typically, you know, I'm able. I haven't turned the TV on in my bedroom in like six months. This night I couldn't sleep. It was like midnight, and I'm like tossing and turning. So I was like, let's watch Beverly Hills Cop. And it's so good, Elliot. Man, okay, I need to watch it again. I need and to watch the music. It. The music is really dope too. The music's great. The Pointer Sisters. <laughs> what what is the uh what is the uh what is the pointer sister song it's um uh, slow uh, hand stir it up stir it up man yeah um, i think it's the pointer sisters i we, we would need to look that up um yeah. okay so here we go uh last one from me you could do more of course um okay. but the uh it's 40 year old virgin oh two thumbs up that movie is Hilar Elliot? Yeah. I will never forget. I will never forget the Kevin Hart scene when he comes in. <laughs> when he comes in there, and he's like, "Why don't you give it to me for uh, on the house?" <laughs> and the guy goes, "Yeah, you know, you know, spoon frosty." Oh man, no, there's that. Hilarious. Oh, that to yeah. That to me. The ending, um, the ending that with the, all the outtakes and stuff like that. I mean, it's just I would watch. I would watch seven hours of that. Straight up, yeah. I can't imagine how they got through the movie. No, no, no. Right, no and like no. how she's always like their manager, the lady. What's her name? Uh, I'm very like... discreet. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, "You, you knuckleheads, done here." And then like she does an eye thing. Yeah, it's 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 totally that Dumb and Dumber Ace Ventura that you just all these lines you want to say over again and then you know the nerds are around you who appreciate this stuff and people who like no have no yeah. culture and then they don't yeah. understand. Yeah. I'm very discreet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do you have one do you have one more? Do you have one more? Well, okay, I, I, you, 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 you said it Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Ace Ventura Pet Detective, absolute classic. Absolute two thumbs up. Absolute classic. Absolute two thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, it has right. to be. Yeah, no, there's. I didn't get. I didn't understand a lot of the references when I was young when I first saw it, um, because there were quite a few lewd ones and some, uh, yeah. you know, uh, some, yeah, all that stuff. Super good though. Oh like, man, I never understood the very be like the very beginning when he's looking for the like the dog, and he has to, he he's holding on to the to the to the. Yeah, he's getting the a, a beach. Yeah, had no idea. No idea. Was, going, no idea what was going on. No what's, idea. What, what, could, what could be happening here? No idea. And, Even uh, now. Here we go. Take us out into quarter four. Harold Faltermeyer with Axel F. That's the music? Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, so good. It's hot. We got to let, let it happen one time. Here we go. Can you, can you hold on one second? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I did want to give you one more Hiss Golden Messenger song. Uh, right now, this one's called Sanctuary. I've been listening to it like crazy um, off his new record, Quietly Blowing It. But yeah, enjoy this one for a second. The 
So yeah, that was Hiss Golden Messenger, a guy that's been around. He's got so many albums, but um, that one he just came out with recently, and I just picked it up at the record store because it had a cool cover. And I was like, I've, I've heard of the things from this guy, and I love the whole album. Quietly blowing it. Wow. Hiss. Yeah. Hiss Golden Messenger. A- yeah. H-I-S-S? It is. It is. Hiss Golden Messenger. Yeah. So check it out if you uh, if you want to. You know, it's, it's the indie takeover this week. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. All right. Quarter four. Starting the quarter. Here we go, baby. Fatherhood quarter for sure. Ella, you had a great uh, suggestion this week. Lee, hit, hit us with it. Well, uh, okay. So um, what was it? It, it was about, uh, as fathers, we'll be, we'll be trying to, I guess, um, not push not push on, but um, instill. Instill in, yeah. in our, in Inspire, our like, you know, like culture, music you know, things of that nature, like how are we trying to give to our children so that they're like, hey, you're my kid, you should know about this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I know music-wise, I've been, you know, it's tough to for these, these little kids to understand music per se, you know, but like they know Tribe Called Quest, you know, uh, Prince, I'm a big fan of Prince, so like, they, you know. But today I took them uh, to the Garden Grove, which, uh, a little town in Orange County, um, and uh, there's a place called uh, called Steelcraft, where like you know it's, it's a bunch of food vendors all together in one one big cool. open space, right? So it's nice. And this particular one has uh, like a stage for music and stuff. And I've been there before where they they have like the high school band or chorus come and like do stuff, right? And so um, we went there today because it was the the Black Culture Festival. They've had the Asian American uh, Culture Festival, the black one, and then they're having a, a Latin uh, Latin X one. Um, and so today we went to the black one, and they have you know a bunch of uh, you know black-owned businesses were the vendors, you know, doing uh, you know jewelry, soaps, stuff like that. And so you know I spent some money, Elliot, uh, to support to support these businesses, and the girls got you know the girls got some rings. Uh, you know, bracelet, um, and also hit when I had lunch, you know, went with my brother. And um, yeah, it was really a really cool thing. Like they're playing the, the blues there, right? The guy, you know, they had the, like the African drum, a drum set go. Then they had a blues guy come on. Um, you know, Sophia's really into music, so she was really enjoying that. That's awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, just, it was just 
you know, it's just really good for the girls to see, you know, basically this kind of atmosphere, right? And so, yeah, so today was, it was a really good day. And, and we were there, we were there for almost like, we were there for about three and a half hours today. Nice. So a long time to be at a festival with like three little children who I love, who I love dearly. <laughs> the, the light of my and, life. Yeah. <laughs> who I love dearly. Um, and so, you know, to get out of there uh, afterwards and like know that they, you know, like, you know, live blues player who's playing the yeah. guitar and had the, you know, full on blues and then like African drums and African um, uh, uh, like jewelry and stuff like that. Really, really, really cool. So, you know, try to, when I can, instill, you know, that type of stuff to them, you know, and, and you know, let them know that, hey, yeah, your whole world isn't just yeah. Disney, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> uh, and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. And that, that, that's what brought up this, this, uh, this topic for the fourth quarter of the podcast. Yeah. No, it's good. No, that, that's cool. Um, and then so the businesses that you that were down there, kind of big and small, like as far as like they they have a presence or they're just like uh, one little, you know, one uh, little shop or they go from place to place. Uh, well, you know, I, I really I took I basically <laughs> took everybody's business card, um, but they all seem to be, you know, pretty like established businesses. Like um, a lot of them came from Los Angeles, right? They okay. came down to Garden Grove from out, out of L.A. Um, they're, you know, a lot of them are like online type stores, right? Yeah. Like buy it online. They don't have any storefronts, which in this day and age, I guess you don't necessarily need one. No, per se, no. you just need right? the, the, like markets and stuff like that. You right? need markets. So, you know, Instagram and yeah. And, and, and these, these markets like this and, and stuff. So um, no one that I like, I don't, I, I would bet that outside of the area um, would know about per se, mm -hmm. maybe, but maybe not, you know, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I was happy to su to support, you know, yeah. support them, and um, you know, everyone had a good time. So let me ask you this, because you're, you know, kids, kids tell it like it is. Did they make the distinction like everybody here is black? No, because the uh, uh, like the people that were there, like the 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 people that were, you know, were there, right? It was it was a mixed group of people, mm -hmm. which was kind of amazing. But all the vendors that that had all the uh, you know like the jewelry and like the soaps and candles and stuff like that, they were all they were all black. Mm -hmm. But they didn't make the distinction with they didn't make that distinction or say it or say it out loud, which you know for me kind of made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like it, you know. Okay. Right, like it wasn't like a big like oh wow like you know like everyone's black you know like no it, it was. You know, just just normal for them, and that that's that's the main thing is because um, we don't see it very often, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't see it yeah. very often, straight up. And uh, you know, people that are trying to overthrow Gavin Newsom and and still Larry Elder would say, you know, their kids might might say something like, "Oh, I've never seen you know a, you know someone who owns a, a store." Or has a business that's black, you know what I mean? Or or say some of the effect of like, well, why do black people need to have their own special, uh, you know? Yeah. Why? What, say, yeah. What, what do you mean? You know, and like, and so yeah. So it was, it was good for them to, um, to to not 
you know, be affected, yeah. like to, to not say, oh, wow, that, that, that's weird. And, and so maybe for, to, to kind of talk about what the point of it is, the, what the point of the, our fourth quarter tonight is, is like, so you want to instill in them um, that, you know, buying from a diverse group or that, you know, buying black is, is a, is a thing and like supporting it's normal. businesses it, that it, you it, believe in. It's it, yeah. Like it, you like the stuff, right? You, you like the, uh, the product that, that, that they're doing yeah. cares. Right. And also at the same time you can too, you know, yeah. like you grew up, you saw, and that, that this was a, this was a thing, you know, um, you know, it's not like it, it's, it's different from target. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's different. It's different from, uh, you know, the, uh, like the Tillys or whatever, right. Yeah. Uh, different yeah, from yeah. one of the mall. Um, it's, you know, oh, wow, like, yeah, this is something that you can really, like, uh, you know, one of the things, like, Evelyn really wanted was uh, that, like, one of the, one of the uh, markets had a, um, it was like a painting of a person, but then they had, like, real hair. Oh, whoa. Kinda, right now, it's a little out of the price range, right? But she saw it, and I was like, I like that. So I, was, I think, and I've got that business card, so I think, like, you know, maybe one, you know, one of these days yeah. in the future, like, yeah, maybe we can pro provide that for kind of thing. Uh, just, and just, the, the, the artist was right there that you could talk to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Very yeah. Cool. And so it was, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, it was it was just really cool for them to, you know, it was just, hey, you know, I'm giving my money yeah. to the black to the black lady. Yeah. Right. And, and maybe we've got, got this market. And could be even be some inspiration as far as like a, you know, a, a maker or a creative type be like well i never saw a person who looked like me doing you know doing this and like so maybe exactly. that's yeah that's, a, exactly. that's some inspiration right there very cool um what i i, I thought it was very interesting when you add when you brought up this idea of like what are we trying to instill and i think the general stuff <clears throat> is like you know be a nice person be considerate um right. be thoughtful try to you know have fun um, respectful of all that people. stuff yeah. all that stuff um but I think my kids growing up with me and my, and my wife, and then also lucky, you know, all the horrible things that have gone on, you know, this past decade. Um, and then, you know, you know, with our earth and how certain people are treated based on uh, their sexuality, you know, who they are, where they live, the money that they have, um, all of that stuff, like seeing that and having it all in our face whenever we really want it. Um, it's all known now. So it's all, it's all out there for us. Yeah. I feel very lucky. And something that I try to instill in, in the kids is like, um, you know, try to accept people for who they are. Uh, and, and then maybe, it, and kind of even it started with just accept yourself mm -hmm. for who you are. And then, if you are okay with being yourself straight up, then you're probably going to find a way to be okay with other people for who they are. So, um, Zeph, you know, as a couple years ago now, uh, just has always loved the color pink, always loved, um, you know, wearing pink stuff, wore dresses quite a bit, especially during quarantine, um, loved, you know, frozen and uh, had an Anna dress, had a Elsa hey, dress. Frozen 
it's a good movie. It's a two thumbs up. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and that soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real and, good. And, and so I think, um, and just, I feel proud of him that, that he's able to kind of rock all that stuff. And just, um, and like, oh, it was great. Jesse told me they went to the park the other day and he was wearing pink. And some kid was like, um, was like, uh, you know, pink is a girl's color. Only girls can wear pink. And Zephyr shook his head and turned to Jesse and goes, he'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just like, it's just like, uh, and, and, and then stuff like, like I can tell you, where we live in the parks that we go to. Oh, he's wearing pink pants right now, y'all. He's wearing, wearing pink, pink shorts. That's what's pink up. Shorts. Yeah. That's what's up. It, 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 the color doesn't belong to anybody in particular. Like, no. let's all wear. Um, but like being, and I, I, I run the risk of being like holier than thou and like, oh, I'm so uh, woke and all that stuff. But just where we live, um, we live lucky to live a, amongst a lot of different kinds of people, different people who look different than we do. And then also, unfortunately, we live by a lot of uh, homeless people, unhoused people as well. So um, I try to get my kids to acknowledge these things and and not just ignore these things because they, whether we talk about it or not, they they see it and they internalize it. And so being able to kind of be aware of these things and um, good, bad or other, and just trying to get an understanding of all this stuff and and ultimately be yourself and then, and then show some kindness to, to others and let them be themselves as well. So, um, so that's, that's something that's really, uh, important to, uh, to us. And that I want my kids to feel that way because I think I, I was raised that way. I mean, I can't, I can't be this way by, um, accident. Right. And I think that's my, that's my thing too. Like just expose them to as much just culture, like, Hey, look, this is out there, you know? I'm not gonna like, you know, I don't wanna shield them or keep them from anything. You know, no. just let them know, like, hey, I don't want you to be surprised, you know, when you get into whatever grade or whatever, and this is and this is what's going on. Like, yeah, you know, and and you know, yeah, you might have an opinion or you might like, you know, when you're you know, when you're colliding your five and you're pointing at like, you know, that person's got blue hair, you're like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Or you know, like, do, do, what do you think about it? It's cool. Go tell her that it's super cool. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Whoop de do. That does it matter? You know, like, hey, yeah, your hair is brown. What, you know, who cares? You know, yeah. kind of thing. And like, that's how I really approach it to like to everything with them. It's like they'll point something out and like, oh, you know, like, you know, so what? You know, you, hey, your shirt today, you thought you're wearing it's pink. Yeah. Whoop de do. You know, yeah. like, does it change who you are? Yeah. No. Okay, then. You know, that's so. what's up. There we go. So that's 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 good, Elliot. You know, that just and that's the thing. Like, yeah, you gotta expose them and not, you know, because uh, I know people right now that have, you know, uh, that have little boys that are your that are Zephyr's age that um, would have a big problem. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh man, I heard this uh, th- this last thing, and then I'll hit the buzzer. But uh, at this one. It was the uncle giving a speech at the at the wedding, like you know, okay, okay. and so saying the uncle's like, "Oh, I raised this kid. I practically raised this kid. I was around all the time." And then in his speech, it was about the time where his older sister put him in a pink dress, and how mad he was at that older sister for putting him in a pink dress. And like the he, uncle, 
No, no, they're two-year-old. The two-year-old boy. How mad he was at the older sister for putting this two-year-old boy, his two-year-old nephew, in a pink dress. This is the speech that he gives. This is how much he hates it. Yeah. Is that yeah. this is this is the, the the memory you're telling at the, your nephew's wedding. Yeah. Like this is the embarrassing story at the nephew's wedding when he was two, he got caught in a pink dress. Right. It's just like I mean, like, uh, so like, it's, so this is what we're we're fighting against, you know. And, and that's the thing, like and that's 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 you know, that, that person right there is probably on the <laughs> probably signs of recall <laughs> voting for Larry Elder, yes, he is. But you know, it's like yeah. Two? They don't know. They they don't know. Yeah. No clue. I mean, this kid was probably like, what? Why would you? What are you talking about, Gary? Yeah, we, yeah, we talking, <laughs> yeah Gary. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. Kind of a sour note there on the end, though. But, uh, but yeah, no. Good job being a father. <laughs> good job, Elle. Uh, very cool. And, um, and yeah, I've really had a fun time this, this episode, for sure. Um, good episode. Good episode. Really. Yeah, I love that this is what we're doing. Um, I know it's always a little bit longer than the 48 minutes of a basketball game, but um, it's all it's all good stuff. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. I, very, I I think it's I think it's worth discussing. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. Every time. So. Yeah. Uh, so get vaccinated. Um, vote with your brain for the uh, recall. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, yeah. Let's really talk about it, like. The governor is gonna sign, you know, the new the new governor is gonna be able to sign something right now, and it'll be changed tomorrow. Like, we all know that's not gonna happen. You no, know? no, can't happen. It's not the way it works. No, so. and thanks for spending three hundred million dollars of our taxpayers' money. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that could be going to the forest right now. That could be going to the forest. Of, uh, yeah, education. Yeah. It could uh, be going to PPE. Yeah. It could be going to uh, 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 Caltrans for the roads, mm-hmm. you know. But instead, we're wasting time with this, you know. Yes, we are inundating the postal service. The shame, inundating my poor and, shame. And, and like, you know, watch them not get recalled. Yeah, and then it's literally just a fucking waste. A waste. Man. Oh, Thrown to the wolves. Might as well just throw it in the forest fires that are going on right now. Might as yeah, well. they kind of add are. to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, all right. Well, great, great talk. Thanks so much. Yeah, hey, hey man, I'm so happy. Sleep. Yeah, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sweet dreams. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll we'll be back in your ears for a minute. And once again, a uh, rate and review. Give us five stars. Give us the reasons why we uh, you love hearing from us. And uh, yes. we just hope you have a good week. And we'll we'll talk to you next week. We're trying to try to get these things out um sundays and mondays i think that's kind of working so yeah i think that, that that's, that's gonna yeah. be our best bet but yeah. yeah very good um yeah please uh engage yeah engage engage <laughs> and watch some good movies for us okay yeah tell us yeah we want to know how, how our listeners feel about these films yeah it'd be yes. it'd be curious to know yeah all right ellie you take care of yourself i'll talk to you soon you too Ellie. okay bye everybody farewell <laughs>